Hello, everyone. This is Michelle McKenzie, and welcome to the WTF Podcast, where we demystify entrepreneurship and the fog around funding. My guest is popularly known as Marketing by Monray, the owner of Where Necessity Brand Management, LC, a published author, TEDx speaker, and a digital marketing influencer. Opening her firm in 2013 as a sophomore in college, she designed Rare Necessity with the intention of creating a space where creatives will have the tools and resources to help make their businesses successful. Since the creation of her millionaire mob university, Monterey has helped her students earn $13 plus million with the strategic marketing tactics that you're about to learn today. So stay tuned and buckle up. Yes. Mare, welcome to the WTF Podcast. Hello, how are you? I'm doing very well. Today, we'll be discussing some of the biggest marketing challenges that people who seek your services have and how you help them overcome those challenges. The top okay. five marketing mistakes that entrepreneurs make and what they can do to avoid them. And maybe if you can share five simple marketing hacks that you recommend entrepreneurs know about and use to help make their businesses thrive. Mm -hmm. So let's get started. I know that marketing is the bane of many entrepreneurs' existence. It's the bane of mine as an introvert. I have a (laughs) podcast and I consistently fall down on probably the most important part of the podcast outside of having these wonderful conversations with people like you is promoting said podcast so that a large number of people can hear these conversations and learn and grow from it. So I'm guilty. I already feel like, you know, what we Jamaicans call like draped up, like you've just pulled me by my shirt. I already feel (laughs) it and we haven't started talking, but I've had the (laughs) opportunity to see you speak and what you talk about. And so I already just feel attacked. So I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> like before you started, I know. Before we started, I'm like, oh, shame. Oh, so why did you start Millionaire Mob University and who is it for? Yeah, absolutely. So I started the Millionaire Mob University because I have a passion for helping entrepreneurs become millionaires. Um, so I have been in the business, as you guys heard in my bio, I started my business when I was 19 years old. And um, up until I would say about 2020, so about the first seven years of my career, a lot of that was spent behind the scenes of other businesses and being their brand manager, the marketing strategist, the person that was actually helping them get to their goals. And so being the girl behind the scenes, I was the one that was helping them get to these seven figure launches. And as I seen, I was like, okay, like if these corporations can do it, if these companies can do it, these influencers can do it, like I want to help small businesses be able to do it as well. And it's just crazy to be able to see somebody make seven figures in one setting. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is wild, you know? Um, So I started the Millionaire Mob University because I started to work with a lot of more small businesses towards the end of my agency career. And what I noticed was that a lot of business owners was trying to run a future multi-million dollar business off of education that they got 10 years ago, education that they got in high school or education that they got in college. 
that had no, that didn't apply to what they were trying to do today. And so um, the Millionaire Mob University is a marketing university where we teach entrepreneurs the tools to be able to master marketing because marketing is the heartbeat of your business. Yes, you can do all of the things, but if you don't have marketing, you're not visible. You're invisible. You can't sell. You can't make money, right? So that is why we started the university, and I'm super passionate about helping other entrepreneurs reach their dreams. But I'm sure you've heard this, but it's so daunting. It's so overwhelming. Where do I start? Yes. What do you say to people who say that to you? It's funny because I literally hear it all the time, right? It's so overwhelming. I'm only one person. I need a team. Like, I can't. That's and me. My, <laughs> and my That's why I felt attacked before we even started because I know I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my thing is always the first thing that I tell people is that marketing is a lot. Like, if you want me to tell you that it's not a lot of things that you have to do, that's a lie, right? Like, marketing is a lot of things that work together from the emails to the automations to the socials to the posts to the pictures to the videos to the photos. Okay, I'm already tired. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> all of the My things. Is exploding. Right? <laughs> yes, like, it's all of the things. But it could be a lot, but no one told you that you had to do it all at one time. Nobody told you that you had to like all the stuff that I just listed, you have to do it in one setting at one time. And the reason why it's overwhelming is because you don't have a system. You don't know how to go from point A, point B, I transition and then I do this and then I do this. Like you just think you got to get it all done. Because if you think about product development or even creating a podcast or like that's overwhelming too. I got to record. I got to find guests. I got to do this, that. Like that's a lot of you. Like it's still anything that you do in business is a lot. It's not supposed to be easy, but having a system allows it to be simple. And so um, that's why I'm like, like I said, that's why we, we created the university to really help and put that marketing system that we have to create million dollar brands into your brand so that you could be able to make marketing simple. So this dovetails nicely into the next question and feel free to go beyond three. So what are th- three of the biggest marketing challenges that people who seek your services have and how do you help them overcome those challenges with strategy? Yeah, absolutely. So, so much, right? Like I've been, like I said, I've been doing marketing now. This year is my ninth year um, in marketing. So I've heard everything under the sun (laughs) about why you can't do it. But the first thing I would say is um, the biggest struggle that people have is that their brand is not visible enough. They have an invisible brand with an awesome product, an awesome service, an awesome offer, but no one is seeing it. And so um, you can't have a business and expect people to buy if no one knows you exist. So that's the first thing that we um, really strive to help people do, especially in the, the, the beginning stages of your business as you're driving to that first six figures, helping you go from invisible to visible. And a lot of times we don't focus on the main thing in the beginning of the business, which is traffic. We have to be seen. We got to be everywhere. We have to, I don't know if y'all remember when Fashion Nova first came out. It was like 
what is this thing? Like it is everywhere. And you have to do the same thing in your brain. Even if you don't have a budget, you still have to be everywhere, right? Like how can you go to your local events? How can you um, make sure that your brand is being seen at pop-up shops or whatever? But you have to be seen because traffic is how you get business. So that would be one thing. The second thing I hear is what I just so talked about. The first thing is be yeah. visible. Yes, be visible. You have to be visible. Get traffic. Um, the second thing is doing the work. Like I know that sounds cliche, but based on what we just talked about about like marketing, a lot of work though, Monray. It is. <laughs> it is. I I don't know if we want but to, you, but you have to do the work to get the. Yeah, outcome, you gotta right? do it. You gotta and do it. Go like, around it. It is definitely a lot of work, and I think that we think and get into business. And think that, oh, it was so easy for the, the barrier of entry to entrepreneurship was easy. So that we expect, expect that all the results that we're going to achieve is going to be as easy, right? Like you can go get an LLC tomorrow as long as you got your $100, right? So the barrier of entry of starting a business is super easy. But as far as you got to do the work. So one thing that I tell people is, yes, marketing is overwhelming. I'm not here to tell you that it's not a lot of things you have to do but you have to find your system your patterns to get it done because you're not the only entrepreneur that has started by yourself started this business and want to get success there's people that have started in the same exact spaces as you with the same exact dollar amounts that you have in your account the same exact energy but they seem success so what's the difference between them and you they're special Mm-mm-mm. they are <laughs> just different somehow hey I'm, 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 I'm hey I'm sure you've you've heard this from people I'm just yeah. being the average yeah but they're special I'll they're say, different I'll, somehow I'll what they <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean I don't think that you know anybody else had I what I say is to my tribe but y'all y'all not my tribe yet right so I'm not gonna beat y'all up but I would tell them I'm like so what's the difference between you and them are you being mediocre are you just gonna be you just gonna suck for the rest of your life you just gonna you know do the, the least but you have to say like I have to do this like when I think a lot of times we're in business is the option because we have our nine to five, we have our jobs, which is cool, amazing. Don't quit yet. Right? Come with a one-two punch. <laughs> yes, yes. So I definitely, definitely think thing number two is do the work. Do the work. Um, so number three, I would say another strategy um, or a struggle that people have with marketing is. My it's really a lot of the mindset things that get you in the way of that first six figures. And so the uh, after you're visible and get your, that traffic, after you commit to do the work, you have to commit to getting out of your own way. Like you have to commit to saying like, I'm not going to... One thing about me, I always say to myself, I'm not going to resent me in 10 years. Like, I'm not going to be like, yo, you didn't do what you were supposed to do and you made me mad because we still here, right? If anything is going to stand in my way, it's not going to be me. So making sure that you kind of get out of your own way so that you can make sure that all the things are done. And sometimes you have to find that short-term goal that you can keep working towards. I tell people- I like the piece. I'm not going to resent me in 10 years. Yes, no, for real. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna be the one. Yes, no, yes. I can't be the one. And so I tell people, I think about my college career, right? 
Nobody would think about it, but I started at college as an accounting major because I was super good at accounting in um, high school. And so um, when I started college, I didn't get to go to the school I wanted to go to, but I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to go. My fr- my freshman year, I literally had a 1.4 GPA. Like, I was Is outside. that possible? It, it <laughs> definitely was possible. Like, no effort. <laughs> I didn't go to class. Like, I didn't do anything. But I had that freedom and I wasn't used to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, I discovered my business the next year. So it was like, wow, I'm still in school. Like, I never, I didn't have anything that was motivating me. I didn't have anything that was like, okay, girl, go to class, go to class. You know, I was always really focused on my business. And so the thing that I found that I wanted to motiv- that motivated me is because I wanted to pledge. So I was like, yo, I got to get my grades together. I got to do this. So every year, even though I didn't get to do it, but every year it was like, that's why I'm talking about. That's why I was studying. That's why I was going to the library. That's why I was raising my grades. And so I tell people, it's the same thing with marketing. You know, you got to fit in school. You know, you have to do marketing, but find that thing, that little carrot that can keep you pushing forward until you reach that bigger milestone because you have to do it. There's no way around it. You're going to have to market in some way, but what's the thing that's going to really, really push you forward and motivate you to get there? All right. So number three <laughs> is mindset. So let's recap. One, be visible. Two, do the work because there's no way around it. And three is the mindset. Get out of your own way. Do not be the one that you're resenting 10 years from now. Yes, yes. Feel free to add any extras if you please. But I think those are three good ones. struggle, Struggle with marketing in so many different ways. Like, and it really boils back down to that mindset piece. But when it comes to like the strategy, people don't know what to post. They don't know what to say. They don't know who they're talking to. They don't know why they created their brands. And a lot of times the reason why you can't scale to the first six figures is because of the foundational work. Like, like I said, the barrier of entry to be an entrepreneur and start a business is very low. Like you just have to have an LLC, you go on Alibaba and get some products, or you go, you know, start this service, you know, whatever you decide that you want this business to be. But as far as the foundational work of who you're talking to, what this brand is about, we just focus on the wrong things in the beginning. So if you're out there and you're like, I'm starting my business, like a lot of times we focus on the wrong things. We're focused on the product. We're focused on the packaging. We're focused on our logos. We're focused on our website. But aren't those all important things, Monray? Important, but it ain't going to make, none of those things are going to make you any money. Just because your product is good, that does not make you any money. Your product being good gets the customer and gets the customer to come back, but it doesn't get the customer the first time. So not to say it's not important, but it's not, not, it's not important, as important as marketing. So you got to do the marketing piece first. So what are the top five marketing mistakes that entrepreneurs make and what can they do to avoid them or yeah, connect, so correct them right away? It goes back to kind of what I was just talking about, like with the, the focus. So the top five things I think people focus on is spending their money in the wrong place when they start their business, right? Like we spend all our money on the inventory. We spend all our money on the um the br- the branding and the way that it looks. And we haven't even 
understood that we have a proof of concept yet. We don't even know if anybody likes this thing yet, but we didn't spend five, ten thousand dollars on this product, right? And how it looks. The um second thing would be um, so number one is spending our money on the wrong thing. Number two, I would say not identifying and truly understanding the problem that you're solving. When you are actually starting a business, you have to understand and identify the problem that you are solving. So when you think about your audience, what problem are they having? They have this problem with or without you, but your business is supposed to be the solution. And so if you don't know how your position is the solution, it's going to be super hard to convince them to buy. So number two would be understanding what the problem um, that you're actually solving actually is going to be. Um, Okay, so number three is being consistent with content and posting. I know I'm supposed to do it. I know I'm supposed to show up, but it goes back to that visibility thing, right? Like you have to be visible in your Why do you keep calling me out? I'm I'm not liking this very much. I feel like you're picking on me. <laughs> yes, like it's it, it it it's crazy. Like, and a lot of times we don't want to do it. We don't want to do it. I, I, I don't want to do it sometimes. <laughs> so we're at three. What's number four? So number four, I would say. So we said so top five mistakes. Mm, so another mistake that people have is that not understanding who their audience is. So we don't know who we're talking to. And so I always tell people, because they always say, well, I need help finding my target audience. And and my thing is, well, you created the company for somebody. Like you created it with somebody in mind. You just need to know who it is and put it on paper so that you can be able to solve that problem and talk to them because you can't write a caption you can't write an email you can't produce content if you don't know who you're talking to so that would be number four and number five is i would say the top mistakes would be not treating not treating your well you not sitting in your ceo seat soon enough um a lot Break of times that one down for us yeah i got you so a lot of times we we know we got to do all the things. Like when we're a solopreneur, we got to do social media. We got to do emails. We got to post. We got to package. We got to fulfill. We got to do all of those things. Well, those are the things that will be somebody else's job eventually. And you have to be okay with, you have to be okay with knowing that that's not your job, right? That's your job right now, but that's not going to be your job forever. And so truly understanding that you as a CEO still have a job. If you go look at the definition or the job description of a CEO, your, your job is to produce income, is to network and get in front of more people. Your job is to increase visibility. Your job is to provide strategy. And a lot of times we do everybody else's job, but we never sit in the CEO seat until we have people to fill that job. And so now when you got people um, actually fulfilling the social media and the fulfillment and all of those other things, you don't know what a CEO is supposed to do because you've never been a CEO before. So even though you're you're filling in on those additional roles, you still need to sit in your CEO seat and perform the job. 
I'm speaking with Marketing by Monray, marketing influencer <laughs> and the founder of the Millionaire Mob University about the mistakes that many entrepreneurs make that are hindering their business growth. Now, so I saw your TEDx talk. No one cares about your talent. Yes. Walk me through what you were talking about with that. And I think it connects to some of the things that you've already said. And yes. I remember you, you speaking about the person who you asked about their marketing strategy. And she said, yeah, just good vibes. So no good vibes only over here? No? No, no, no. We got a hair stretch. Okay. <laughs> just second. Yes, yes. So and I love, um, I was so grateful for the opportunity to be able to do a TED Talk. Um, and I really think that I was able to provide a different perspective when it comes to marketing. Because like I said, when you think about the things that you start with, it's about I got to be the best um, hairstylist. I have to be the best esthetician. I have to have the best product. And we think about how we have to have the best at whatever we're selling versus getting in front of as many people as possible so we can actually even sell. Because a lot of times we forget, and you don't know from the a beginning, but you, even if you become the best in your mind, you're going to change as you begin to accept more people, right? Like if you're the best hairstylist, you're going to get 50 customers and be like, oh, the girls don't like the swoops like that. They like the baby hairs, you know? So you're going to be able to optimize your service or your offer, your product, as you get more people to even test it out, right? So the thing is, like, it's not about you being the best. You have to be, the only thing you should be the best at is best at marketing. And that's how you're going to be able to get in front of the customers and the people that you actually need to get in front of so that you can even optimize your service or your talent so that you can be the best. And so what I talked about in the TED Talk was um, two things that you should focus on was traffic and conversion. How many people is coming to the site? How many people is checking me out? And how many people I'm actually selling to? That's it. Like everything else is to push push those numbers. So wait, but if you're a hairdresser, shouldn't you be best at swoops and baby hairs? I mean, no. eventually, but you <laughs> you think you may think you the best. Cause it's the, I've seen a couple hairstylists that say they real good and they really wasn't giving what it was supposed to give, right? But, but if they you, probably had great marketing, right? Right, like you know, if you got great marketing, that that will allow you to optimize, is what I'm saying. Because you can't change something that nobody told you that it was good or bad. Like that goes back to that proof of concept. If you're the only person that thinks your product is good and it's not and you only get it in front of five people or 10 people, you don't have enough people to test and know that this product is actually good. Because once you get in front of a thousand people, they might say, mm, we don't really like your formula like that. Or we don't really like how you do hair. Or we don't like that glue that you use. You know, so now you have more people to tell you how to change instead of you deciding how to change. So a part of having more people is almost like a bigger focus group that sort of like gives you direction so that you can then, because they'll tell you what they want and then your job is to meet their needs. Exactly, exactly. So tell me about your Insta Millionaire membership program and how marketing, uh, strategic marketing campaigns allow entrepreneurs to do all marketing tasks on a monthly basis. Yes, absolutely. So Insta Millionaire membership, we have recently changed the name. We are going through a name change. Okay content and traffic um because we are really focusing in on helping the invisible become visible 
And I realized that that was the biggest problem before we even like we can sell as we're becoming visible before you even get to that first six figures. Nine times out of 10, the reason why you're at a barrier is because you don't have enough traffic. And so you need people in front of you. And a lot of times, if you like numbers, if you like math, then marketing is nothing but a big numbers game, right? And so the more people you get your product in front of, the more people that you actually get to convert, the more people that buy. So um, that's what the School of Content and Traffic is all about, you know, how to become visible. And so the way we teach you how to become visible is through a couple of different pillars. We teach you through um, social. We really zone in on organic traffic because most of my businesses don't have enough data to master ads quite yet because and pay traffic quite yet because with pay traffic even with ads you need a good organic base so they can feed your ads can feed off of it so really mastering that pay traffic i mean i'm sorry that organic traffic through content through working with um through working with jvs and partnerships because i tell people like you only have three ways JVs are joint ventures so there's only three ways to build traffic buy borrow or build that's it you either buy, buy borrow or build or build yep so you all those are the only three ways and so inside of the school that's what we really focus on and then content is a huge part of traffic because that's what attracts people to your brand content is literally in everything that you do so you have to be able to produce good content so inside of the program is there sort of a template, a formula for creating that content? Because that's a hard piece. And that's where a lot of people who struggle with marketing fall down on yeah, absolutely. content creation. So inside of our Complete University, Millionaire Mom University is about teaching you our seven-figure marketing system. But inside of the School of Content and Traffic, we really zone in on teaching you our content systems and our traffic systems. And so with our content system, we have a simplified way for you to produce content. Like when I, a lot of people think I'm crazy, but when I go shoot content or if I go shoot content for a client, we produce 90 pieces of content in one day. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, what? <laughs> How long does that take? For about six to eight hours, but it's done. It's done, right? And, and that might last for how long? I know it's ninety pieces, but content can also be repurposed. So absolutely. So it depends on you and your posting habits. So if you post one time a day, it can last you for a quarter. If you post three times a day, it can last you for a month. So it really depends on your posting habits. So as we start wrapping up, Monre, this has been fascinating, and thank you for your. <laughs> You're very direct. Um, I, I definitely felt challenged in a lot of the things that you were saying because I already knew I was guilty walking in. <laughs> so what are five simple marketing hacks that you recommend entrepreneurs know about and use to help their businesses thrive? Absolutely. So the first thing, all things are going to point back to traffic, like I've been talking about. Like you could just got to be in front of more people. So the first thing I'm going to say is partnerships and JVs, which are joint ventures, like getting in front of some borrowing someone else's audience so that you can get in front of somebody in front of the people you need to get in front of. So if you have a jewelry brand and you have a friend that has a clothing brand, how can you guys do some type of lives together, some type of shared reels. Like, what can you do to be able to get in front of more people? Um, the second thing I would say, a quick hack, is to find blogs 
Instagram blogs inside of your niche. So there's blogs like the Shade Room, but there's smaller blogs like Neighborhood Talk or Spiritual Word or Melanin um, Money Room or whatever, right? Like um, Me and Somebody's Son. Like there's so many Instagram pages and Instagram blogs. And they share um, their space with entrepreneurs that want to buy advertising from them. And so you can get advertising from them for low as $20. So literally use them inside of your strategy so that you can be able to get in front of that traffic, even if it's just brand awareness. Um, the third thing I would say would be to begin to create a consistent posting schedule. My ideal posting schedule for you um, would be at least three times a day eventually. I tell people every time you feed yourself, you got to feed the streets, okay? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So three times a day. Yes, that's ideal. That's ideal. So um, and even if it's I, and I think that I would rather you start with quality over quantity. So if you have you can commit to posting one time a day and what right now, what I would highly suggest is making sure that every post, unfortunately, every post is a real. I don't care if it's a steel picture. I don't care if it's a tweet. It should be posted as a reel. Why? So right now, if you're posting on Instagram, the algorithm is favoring reels heavily. Like, it's like, that's the only thing that exists to Instagram anymore. Like, it has, if you watch the um, the CEO of Instagram and you go to his content and look at those. Um, Mustary? Uh-huh. Yeah, if you look at those State of the Unions that he kind of do, right? Like, he only talks about creators, videos, and the things, how they're enhancing those two things. So they want to help Instagram become a video sharing app so that now, and you also have to think about the business side of it. They're competing with TikTok. So they're trying to do everything. You can't just post a picture on TikTok. So they want to do the exact thing that TikTok is doing. And they're pushing Reels to do that, to compete with them. So that was number four. Yeah, everything you post right. should be a Reel. Everything you post. Get into that real life. That yeah, real right. life. <laughs> it's, it's a thing for sure. It's a thing. Um, and then I would say number five would be to make sure. I would say go live. I know that, you know. People ask, well, I'm an introvert. What am I supposed to say? Like, That's I exactly what I'm saying. I'm an introvert. What am I supposed to say? No, <laughs> I'm an introvert with a podcast, but really, I'm an introvert. I get it. Contrary to popular belief, outside of work and Monray and this, I am very quiet. No, we I don't believe very, you. Stop. Yeah, see, they, nobody <laughs> believes me, right? But if you are really close to me, you know that I'm not the girl that's going to sit at the bar and talk to everybody. Like, I'm like, what are y'all doing? You want to talk to me? Like, it's weird. But I also know, and the reason why I even created the Monray persona is because I, it's not that it's not in you already, but you need freedom to be able to be the person that you need to be without somebody judging you, right? Like, even though you're the same person, I'm not two different people. It's but, like Beyonce you know, and Sasha Fierce, right? Exactly. Like, I truly believe Beyonce is probably like super quiet. Don't be dancing all the time. Don't be singing and stuff. Like, so just creating that alter ego so that you have the freedom to be who you truly know you need to be. And so I always tell people that you have to show up because at the end of the day, this is your job. 
So take notes, create alter ego. Yes, create your alter ego so you can show up. So that's super important. Going live, connecting with your audience. That's how I was able to grow my following. Like I went live every day for a year. Yeah, well, I think that worked for you. What's your follower count on Instagram? I think it's well over 100 and something thousand followers. Yeah, we had 124K. <laughs> I guess that strategy worked. <laughs> and I'm sure you have lots more beyond just going live. Your, right, your Instagram right. is quite informative and educational. Yes, yes. Monre, it's been a pleasure. You've brought a lot of very knowledgeable information and, and in a very direct and frank way. So tell the listeners where they can learn more about you and what you do with your various platforms so they can Absolutely. connect with you. Yes. Well, I definitely would love to um, stay connected with you guys. Um, I am offering you guys a freebie. If you guys, you know, need help with content, we're giving you guys an expert, an excerpt of our planner so that you can be able to plan your content all you have to do is text MOB to 81397 and you will get that freebie. Okay, that's MOB, M-O-B, to 81397. If you want to stay connected with me, then you can follow us at Marketing by Marae on all platforms or MOB University on all platforms. Um, and we would love to help you in your entrepreneurial growth. Well, there you have it, folks. Monterey, thanks for stopping by. And to my listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like it, leave a rating, a review, download, or share it. Join me next Friday for a new episode on the Alive Podcast Network. And subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and more to get notified when new episodes drop. To be a guest or sponsor the podcast, reach out to me at wheresthefunding at gmail.com. Follow the podcast on Instagram and my rate. Don't go look at my page because I'm already there. <laughs> Where's the Funding Underscore Podcast? And follow me, your host, Michelle J. McKenzie, on LinkedIn, where I'm a little bit more active. Join me next Friday for the next episode.